What a world we live in, where you can completely start a new life at 30, 40, 50, 70, 80, and be completely happy. There's no time limit on it, but the choice is yours. Hello, welcome to Yelling at Birds, Matt here. Um, <clears throat> voice is a little froggy today. Maybe that's, maybe that's for the better. I don't know. I don't really have, um, an agenda or anything. That doesn't matter. Hello. Glad to be here. Happy Wednesday to everybody. Watched a beautiful day in the neighborhood today. That was fantastic. I was a fan of that movie. Um, it shows that even... Uh, you have to, nothing just kind of comes naturally, uh, I think, as far as acceptance, happiness, fulfillment, and fe feeling accepted and feeling happy and feeling connected. It's tough. That stuff doesn't, it just doesn't happen. It comes easier for some people than others. But I think a lot of people, especially if I'm dealing with or if I'm talking to somebody that's dealing with uh, any you know, addiction issues, that there's a lot of disconnection that's felt, isolation. And I think, and this is, I'm not a doctor, I'm not uh, a counselor, I just have gone through certain things and, you know, obviously some people worse than others what have you. But I just wanted to talk about, you know, I've talked about connection before and I'm going to keep beating that drum, but I just, you know, what is, what's scary to me is someone feeling not connected and then feeling or feeling disconnected and feeling isolated and then thinking that that's it. That's all there is. And there's really, you know, no other way to get out of that. So I wanted to, you know, ensure you, let you know, whoever you are, that there is. And it's not easy. It's not a pretty thing. It's not, it's not something that, you know, this is going to sound kind of tough and, and it's going to sound kind of sad and, and depressing, but, and uh, bleak. But the thing about, you know, connection, it's, it is a two-way, a multi-way street. And feeling isolated and feeling disconnected, it's not, it's not a fault of anybody's. It's not, you know, there's no one to blame really, but the responsibility to get connected and to feel connection is on everyone's shoulders, especially the people that are feeling isolated. And the, I guess the difficult thing that some people don't grasp is because we're just naturally, I think we're naturally hopeful people, realistically, hopefully realistically hopeful, but we hope that something's going to come along that's going to make you snap out of whatever you're dealing with, or that's going to make you feel connected. And the the faster you come to terms with the fact that no one's going, no, no one is coming to save you. 
you have to make choices on your own and you might have to create some motivation. The faster you realize that, the faster you open up more doors to yourself. And I know we play, I know we play the comparison game to other people. We know it's been, you know, since Facebook's been around, there's been people talking about or, you know, describing the fact that what we see are other people's successes. We don't necessarily, not everyone documents everything it takes to get there. And I'm going to try to do a better job of that too. I go, I still go to two, two meetings a week. I still see a counselor. Um, lately we've bumped it back to, uh, it's really just, you know, quote unquote routine maintenance at the, at the moment. Um, we had a conversation, my last meeting with, with the counselor or with the, yeah, with the counselor that, you know, she was, you know, pretty much said that you seem like you're in a really good spot. I don't know what help I can offer. I don't know, you know, that you really need to be here, but what do you want? And, um, I know that, you know, we're, we're not the greatest at preemptively doing things for ourselves until we get into a point where we're, we're desperately in need. So, you know, taking that into consideration, even though, you know, I have a counselor, even though I have a counselor saying that, uh, do you want to keep coming back? You don't have to. I mean, and I have, you know, a caseworker I talk to that and a, you know, another officer that I talk to pretty regularly um, that have kind of asked if I would be interested in, in becoming a counselor myself, even though um, that's happening in my life. So I feel like I, you know, that's those are good signs. But I still feel that even with all of that, I'd, I still want to go to, you know, I, it's still important to have people in your life to talk to or, you know, I do, and I do, but it, I think it's still even more so important to have someone that's, you know, not a friend, not a family member, someone that's not like a hundred percent invested and isn't saying things just to make you feel good, but they're just really another person to listen to because that is, you know, no matter how much we love our friends, we love our family, um, and they're very well intentioned. And I do suggest, you know, also talk to your friends and family, be open and honest with them. Um, it is still nice for everyone to have that other, other facet, the other person to talk to that you can feel more comfortable being open with, with where there's not like a big, huge history with them. So I do that. I'm going to continue doing that. And we bumped it back to maybe, you know, once every other month, once a quarter. I see it as like I go to the chiropractor once every month, you know, a couple of months or so just to keep things in order. It's just like yearly physical, going to the dentist every six months. It's just something you do. And why not? Um, and I know, um, where was I going with this? But, so we, pay, we play the, I was talking about the comparison game. Um, we play the comparison game. And it's easy to do that because you see nothing but other people's successes and you 
see everything about yourself. I mean, you're living with yourself 24 seven. So, you know, you, you don't see other people's boredom. You don't see other people's in, insecurities. You don't see if, if other people's failures. I think, but I think as a whole, as a society, we're getting better at that and not fronting all the time and, and pretending like everything's okay. I think I do feel that there's been more, um, more awareness put on, you know, men, mental health issues and maybe not even to that extreme, but like just everyday struggles. Um, it's one good thing that's been coming out of the internet age is I think people are kind of getting more comfortable with talking about those kind of things. Yes, sometimes, and it's just like anything else. Some people are more comfortable joking about it than um, being open, honest, and vulnerable, but it's a step. It's a step in the right direction. But I would say that playing the comparison game and feeling, maybe feeling like you're not, like you're underwater or struggling in being well-adjusted to everyday human life is, it's hard not to do that, but it's kind of a silly thing to do. Because look back across history, how, how much has human, human life changed in terms of what's socially acceptable, what's not, what is considered, you know, success, what is considered happiness. You know, there are, we constantly try to grind that away and get to those core, core um, truths of what those things are, but it's something that's con continually changing. And to not feel well adjusted to something that's to, to a moving target, that's, that's not abnormal. That's pretty normal. Because I think if you have an open and honest conversation, more people than not will probably not feel fully adjusted. And what are we, we also have to consider, you know, asking ourselves, what are we trying to adjust to? Is the thing that we're trying to adjust to worth it? Is that what we want, really? Is that life? I don't know. Um, I do have views on that, and I do know that um, what, you know, everyday life is and what success is and what we're trying to adjust to, you know, deep-seated in myself, I don't feel... Um, are things that really align with what it is to be a human being. I feel that most of what we do has really nothing to do with being a human being and feeling fulfilled and, and living a happy and uh, meaningful life. I th it feels and it feels. So these are, you know, I haven't studied it. It's just what my gut's telling me. So take this all in, take that into consideration. But what it feels like is that the majority of what we um, stress about conforming to are just, you know, what's cool at the moment or what everybody else is doing. You know, we feel that if we don't match with the majority, then there's something wrong with us. And maybe we're broken. But, and I don't believe that. I don't. So if I could ask you something, if I could ask you anything, um, and that's one of the main points of this whole thing. It's not to really hammer down on addiction or recovery or really any one topic, 
But my goal of this whole thing is to have as many people that are maybe uncomfortable speaking up or being vulnerable, open and honest, speaking their truths from their, you know, about their failures, about their insecurities, about their shortcomings. My goal is to have voices on here that represent those people where everybody can relate to something that maybe I'm saying or one of my guests are saying and feel represented. And I've said it with, you know, with friends, it's kind of the, in my, my goal is when they feel represented, they maybe feel, you know, like less of a problem. They maybe feel like less out of place, more connected, more accepted, more normal. And what the hell's normal? I don't know. Um, and I mentioned it a couple of times to friends. It's that first person at the buffet line mentality. Um, if you've ever been at like a group setting and whoever's, whoever is um, entertaining, you know, comes out, hey, dinner's ready, everybody come up and help yourself. Occasionally, not, I mean, not always, but occasionally, you know, everybody will kind of sit around and wait for that fir first person to go up and dig in. And then all of a sudden, and maybe that second person, that third, and then all of a sudden, everybody just pours up to the line and stands in line and wait and gets their food. And we see that a lot in, in kind of in group settings with, with people is that you're just kind of waiting for that first person because it feels like it gives you a little bit of permission. And that's all I want to provide. That's all I want to have happen here is if it takes me embarrassing myself or talking about what I'm going through in an open and honest way to give you that feeling of a little bit of permission to reach out to me or to reach out to friends, reach out to family about similar circumstances or similar things, that's beautiful. That's amazing. That's what I want. That's really all I want. And if you're not struggling with anything that's gone over on this show, if you're, if you aren't, but it sounds like somebody, you know, maybe it'll help give you a little understanding because that's, you know, connection, understanding, growth. Um, that's what this whole thing is about, at least to me, at least in my opinion. It's not about, um, it's easy to say. It's not about, you know, I don't define success with how much money you can pile up or how much property or things you can acquire. Success to me is, you know, what kind of trail are you leaving through your life? You know, are you leaving a trail of damage? Or if you have left a trail of damage, are you eventually slowing down, stopping, looking back, and starting to pick some of that up, clean it up, repair, repair it. Um, how are, when you're meeting somebody, how are you leaving them? Are you leaving them better? Are you leaving them feeling more fulfilled, more heard, more seen? Those are things that I attribute to success. And I got off topic, I got off track again, but so if I, if I could ask you something, I would ask you, um, talking about, talking about, um, being adjusted or feeling 
disconnected. Wherever you are, or wherever you feel you are on that spectrum, on that connection isolation spectrum, I want you to just sit, take a breath, close your eyes, and think for a moment. I want you to know that that you aren't broken. You're a you're an entire human being. And being human is making mistakes and learning from them. Being human is, even though even the most um, introverted person out there is finding a way to make connections to someone else, to something else, something that makes you fulfilled, something that gives you joy. That's what it's about. Know that you are not broken. But know that to feel better than you do right now, or know that you're not broken, know that there's a way to feel better than you do right now. Depending on how you're feeling. There always is. More fulfilled, more connected. But you have to make that choice. It's very rare that even the most well-intentioned friend or family member is going to be able to make such a or have such an influence on you as to pull you out from wherever you are. You have to make that choice. And if you're not ready, no matter how great that person is that is trying to help you, you may end up resenting them. And they may, may, may up, end up resenting you. So please, know that in know that looking back think about the person that's looking back or think about the person that you will be 10 you know 5 10 15 years from now 20 years from now 30 years from now looking back on the person you are right now think about that person and how happy that they how happy and fulfilled that they are that right now at this moment you accepted yourself as you are and started making changes, and started making decisions, not based on what you think other people um, would want you to do, not based on what you think, what you think would make you feel um, more accepted, but based on what makes you whole, what makes you feel whole and connected. I wish more than anything that you make that choice and that you start thinking about what that is. Because my overall goal of these, of these podcasts and these videos is for you as soon as humanly possible to start living your life. Start living your life. There's no one stopping you. No one, I mean, maybe no one's going to come and save you. That's up to you. It's also up to you to start living. But you have to make that decision. And I really hope you do. Because we need you here. You're a part of this whole thing. We're all a part of this whole thing. And I really appreciate you being here. There's something that you have that we're great that we need, that we're grateful for. You just have to let yourself let it out. 
you have to let yourself grow. That's all. That's all I have. I just wanted to get that out. And now I feel a lot better. And there's probably a better way, you know, never mind. It's going to start to make excuses and, um, but I won't, I won't do that. I will say thank you very much for listening and watching, depending on which, where you see it. Uh, Yelling at Birds podcast is, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm on Apple Podcasts. If you'd rather get the po- the audio form, audio form, if you're listening, Matthew Tuqua on YouTube. I have all of my videos up on there. Why am I looking at my computer? There's nothing on there. This I always do this. Find me on Facebook. Yelling, yelling at birds podcast on Facebook. Send me a message. Let me know what's going on in your mind. Let me know what you're thinking. Are you struggling with anything? What do you want? What do you want? Love to hear from you. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate all your attention. If you have any questions for me, feel free. Uh, yelling at birds at gmail.com. Send me an email or find me on Facebook. Have a great night. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'll have um, one to two interviews this weekend. I don't know if I'll be able to post them right away, but I'm excited. Uh, excited to bring you some more perspectives, some more people. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Have a great night. Thank you.